0: Welcome to Speaking the Truth in Agape Love podcast. I'm your host Chad Mitchell. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. I'm Chad Mitchell. I'm David Finch. Uh, glad to have you back with us for another study. Um, we're going to be studying from Galatians chapter three. So you're welcome to turn over there, or just listen to us read. You know that um, we're we're glad to have you this evening. David's had a crazy day. I haven't had as crazy a day, but it's Monday, and it's almost over. <laughs> but what a great way to um, to end Monday uh, with a Bible study. And so we're looking forward to having a good study with you tonight. Amen. If you uh, would like to send us a comment or a question, you can email us at love at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Send us a messenger on there. We're on Facebook at um, Speaking the Truth in Agape Love. We'd love to hear from you. Any questions you have, uh we, or comments, we, we we welcome those. So um with that, we'll jump into our study. Let's get it going. So, so where do you want to start, Dave? So
1: um as we have been walking through Galatians, uh if you have been paying attention, you know, Galatians one, he Paul is stressing if anyone comes to you and gives you any other word than what we've been what has been taught, let him be accursed. Even an angel from heaven, we, we dug into that a little bit. And then in chapters 2 of Galatians, we see that even Peter, the great um, apostle Peter, fell. Where he, he fell to the, um, to the temptations of sin, uh, yeah. so to speak. Allowing someone else to cloud how he should serve God. And he showed favoritism. Which... Um,
0: is definitely wrong yeah and he did things um a one way when a certain group was watching and things a different way when the other group was watching that's right you know kind of a almost a peer pressure thing yeah
1: and and we see that verses 11 through the end of the chapter of galatians chapter 2 and so you know Paul has been laying all of this out for the Galatians, the the churches of Galatia, because then when he goes into chapter three, he turns his attention to the Galatian churches, you know? And so here he starts out by calling them oh foolish Galatians. So let's begin reading. uh, That's a
0: good way to start a letter.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Verses 1 through 5 of Galatians 3. Chad, do you want to read that for us? Sure.
0: All right, starting verse 1 of Galatians 3. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain.
1: Oh, verse verse five, five too. Yeah. okay.
0: Sorry. My, I got a paragraph break. So I thought <laughs> oh, it was the you. end. Okay. Verse five. Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith?
1: Okay, so I entitled this lesson that that we're talking about "Walk by Faith," and so here he's stressing to them that you cannot go back to the law, and what he's referring to is the law of Moses, yeah. the the old, um, the Old Testament, as we will call it, you know, Genesis through Malachi, the the first thirty nine books of the chapter or the first thirty nine books of the Bible, the Old Law, and so. Th- you know, he's saying Christ nailed all of that on the cross. Now follow Christ. And now, these Galatians, from what I understand about the Galatians, is they were very intelligent. And so, as he calls them foolish, he's not calling them foolish as in intellectually, like where, you know, you, you're not brain, you're stupid. He's not saying that. But rather, he's saying, you know, as he continues on, who has bewitched you? He's, he's almost saying, like, who could have— Who's
0: persuaded you.
1: Yeah, who, who could have pulled the wool over your eyes? How can you turn away from the truth yeah. that was preached to you? That's and what he's, he's
0: saying. You didn't obey the truth.
1: Yeah, and he's like, it, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you. He was what we have taught you clearly— that Christ was yeah, crucified. Christ was
0: clearly portrayed among you.
1: That's right. And so, you know, now you are to follow him and you are to walk by faith in Christ Jesus. And that's the point that he's making with them. He's like, you have allowed man, in, in some way, shape, or form, to cloud how you are to serve God. That is something that we see all the time nowadays. You know, people, well, my preacher said, or... You know, my, my priest said, well, does God say that, though? Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what he's drawing out to them is you have to look at what God says, not what man says about the matter, but what God says. And so, you know, how can someone pull the wool over your eyes about this? Mm-hmm. How, can, how can someone turn you away from God? So, and, and that's what he's, he's really driving home with them. And um, one thing that he, he wants to also stress to them is when you do this, you are falling
0: from the grace of well, God. And, and he's asking, he's like, I want to learn from you. How did this happen? Yeah. You know, he's... he's, per, he's he has
1: the one thing.
0: Uh,
1: I think it says in
0: in verse 2. Yeah. This, this only I want to learn from you. <laughs> yeah. Like, please tell me, yeah. you know. How did this happen?
1: Yeah. Well, and did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing of the faith? Yeah. You know, how can you begin to walk um, according to
0: Christ, by faith in Him, and then turn back towards the law? Well, and they started out faithful, right? Yeah. So, over a period of time, I don't know how long. Yeah. I don't know if we know. They just faded away. Yeah. And all these things, some things from the old law. Started creeping back in, yep. and then whatever else felt good or seemed whatever good. Whatever false or teachings
1: or whatever, yeah.
0: Whatever, uh, what, what do some people say, the, the religion of the hour, you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whatever makes sense, whatever makes you happy, just do that. Yeah. You know?
1: And and we, it is unclear of, of how they were falling away, but when you put in, you know, Galatians 1 and Galatians 2, they're allowing false teachers to come in somehow, some way to tell them
0: something contrary to the word of God. Well, and, and, and the thing is in vain, you know, that in vain. Right. It, it's kind of like like building something and putting a lot of work into something yeah, that never works out. You know, like maybe it's an invention or something. It's like he he spent a whole year working on this project in vain. Yeah. For nothing. That's right. You know, and that's how it is if you're doing the wrong thing. If you're if you're if you're trying to worship God and you're doing it wrong the wrong way, it, yeah it's not acceptable. And and you're doing it in vain, you're wasting your time, you just well be out fishing or something. Well and especially
1: when, when we are when we are commanded to to circumcise um, not the flesh but our heart. And what he means <clears throat> by that is to give up the fleshly desires give up what this world has to offer. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine giving it all up in vain for no reason? Yeah. You know, with and and that's essentially what's what's happening with them. He's like, you know, you're you're serving Christ, but you're not serving Christ according to the way Christ has commanded you to serve him. You know, turn over to Romans 10. And this is the illustration that I'm I'm trying to point out okay. here. Romans 10
0: I just thinking about like I'll go to town to and you drive all the way into town and you forget your wallet. Yeah. So the whole time <laughs> you're driving back to the house, yeah. You're going, I drove in here for nothing. This yeah. is so dumb, you know. That's what I think of. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is me and you both kind of live like on the outskirts of
1: town. Yeah. So it takes like five to 10 minutes to get to town. You drive
0: all the way in there. And then yeah. you're like, oh, you can't do nothing. And, and that's frustrating. Yeah. Can you imagine spending your entire life in vain? Oh, yeah. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
1: exactly you
0: spend your whole life thinking, worshiping God, you think. Yeah. But you're doing it the wrong way. And that's why he's telling them, you foolish. Yeah. You fools. You know? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Okay, what did right. you say? Romans what? Romans ten. Sorry, I just had to say that real no, quick. No, and
1: that's that's it, a very it,
0: good point to bring out. It's it's what it, it's basically what you're doing if you're doing it the wrong way, and I'm yeah, you're doing it for no reason at all. Mm-hmm.
1: And so one through three, all right, and we can read through four. He says, and this is Paul speaking here. And he says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for God for Israel and Israel or or the Jewish brethren. So, um, prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes." And so here he's illustrating that they have a zeal for God. Yeah. A zeal for God is not good enough. And so this is kind of how I, I view the Galatians right now. They have a zeal for God, but it's not according to knowledge. Mm-hmm. They have strayed from the knowledge of God. So essentially what they're doing is becoming self-righteous. Yeah. Self-righteousness is going to get you to hell.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, they're, that's not going to get you to heaven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The only righteousness that matters is the righteousness in God. God determines on what is
0: righteous and what is unrighteous. well and, and the thing is like I keep pointing out it's always good to to remind ourselves this this is what God said, this is his teaching that's okay? right it's not what David thinks or Chad thinks you know it's what God says here and and this is what he's telling us. these are his instructions to us yeah, and guess what they're 2100 years old yeah or more maybe twenty two I don't know it's <laughs> yeah. a long time it is very long time and that's something that you can put your faith in it, it this this happened a long time ago yeah and 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 it's been the law since and what's
1: what's beautiful, and I think I brought this up is the word of God is so perfect it will never need to change, yeah, that's what makes it true mm-hmm Truth doesn't change, and God's Word does not change.
0: Mm.
1: And so, um, to kind of tie into what we're talking about here, Second Peter chapter 3, okay. verse 17. You know, these, so a, a question that might come out is, well, if I'm self-righteous, or if, if I'm not seeking God according to His knowledge, I'm seeking it some other way, what does that mean for me? And so in verse 17 of Second Peter chapter three, and this is Peter speaking. He says, You therefore, brethren, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the air of wickedness. So we are led away. From our steadfastness. We are led away from the word of God. Being led away with with the error of wickedness. So here he's, he's saying that you have turned your, your back against God. Unknowing to you even. You, you have turned away from the Lord. You have turned towards the error of wickedness. And I, what I love about the Word of God, is there is no in-between. You know, you're either righteous or you're unrighteous. Mm-hmm. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's that. A lot of people want to say, well, I know it's not
0: right, but to call it a sin, that's the only other thing to call it. <clears throat> Something that I brought up in class Sunday that I just thought of. it. These things just come to me. <laughs> but... um when I think of true truth, yeah, I think of plumb, a level. Yeah, okay? that's right. And you think about a plum, You're a fabricator. I'm a fabricator. You've done a lot of different projects. Yeah. We all use the level. Okay, yep. You cannot talk that level into reading another way. and <laughs> And it, right. it looked good. Yeah. Okay? You're either level or you're not. Yep. You're either in between the two lines or you're not. And you can't just lean the post over and go, Eh, it's close enough. It's level enough. Yeah. That's not true. That's right. It's not true. It's not plumb. I don't know. Do they call the horizontal true? I'm not sure. Cuz I, I know Vertical so. vertical's plumb. I yeah. think horizontal is true. Yeah. True level. Or either level or true. I think that's what it is. I can't remember. I but, can't remember either. But but the thing is, and then if you have a bad level that's reading untrue, Yeah. It gets rejected. That's right. It gets destroyed. Yeah, cuz there's no unless it's like they're worthless at they're that worthless point. They're worthless because it's going to make you put other as you build, you're going to end up with the leaning tower, you know? Of Pisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but but because you're using a level that's not true. That's right. And 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 in religion, it seems like a lot of people have a level that's not true. They're not following this yeah, this standard, the Bible. They're not following it. Well, and you know, we are tools in God's tool belt. Yeah. It's kind of how I view it. Mm-hmm. We are to be the level. Yeah.
1: And like you're pointing out, if the level is wrong and the level is not true, yeah. it gets thrown out.
0: It's rejected. It gets destroyed. We, I've cut them up myself before. It's like, well, we got to get rid of this level before someone keeps using it. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, and that that's the same thing with the word of God. Mm-hmm. If, if he can't use us, we get destroyed. Mm-hmm. There's no new. There's no use for us That's at a great that point. point, and he has to get rid
0: of us because. Well, it's the same <clears> thing <throat> as a tape measure. If yeah. it's reading wrong, you don't want that thing. That's right. You're gonna you're gonna have everything too short or too long. Yeah, and if you can't read it, I've I've gone. Some of my guys they use their tapes all the time, and they get metal shavings on them and and uh, cutting fluid and stuff. Well, over time the numbers wear off. I've gone to borrow a tape before from him and I'm like. <laughs> Are you serious? Let's throw this thing in the garbage. I'll Get buy it. I'll buy it for you. you yeah. Cuz you can't read it. No. If you can't read it, it's worthless to you. That's right. And so, I mean, I think there's a lot of there's a great point here for us. Absolutely. Because if you're not level, you're not true. Yeah. And imagine... uh, And and there's no interpretation of it. Yeah. It's just, you're either right or you're wrong. That's right. Like we're saying. And just like a screwdriver, when you look at a a Phillips head
1: screwdriver, and by the way, I I hate using Phillips heads because I'd rather (laughs) use the star, right? Yeah. Because the star doesn't... Oh, yeah, it
0: grips better. Yeah. Well,
1: Mm -hmm. when, when you start to strip a nail, you know, or a screw, the head of the screwdriver starts wearing down.
0: Oh, yeah. It becomes worthless, oh yeah it's it's junk,
1: yeah, so regardless of of what tool you think you are in God's tool belt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you can't do your job, you are worthless, yeah, you know, God is
0: gonna put someone there that can do the job yeah well and 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 you know that's not to say that because, you know, we all have different talents. That's you right. Know? And we're not saying that you're worthless if you can't do this or that or this or that. No, it, no. You know, as a Christian. To your talent. That's right. Because yeah. we all have different talents. You know, some people can lead singing. Some people can't. That's right. You know, and it's okay. That's a very good point. It's okay that you can't. Yeah. You know, but you can still, you know, of course, we know singing comes from the heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but there's other things. Some people just, you know, I remember a brother... Um, really wanted to um, bring a lesson. And he'd study and study and study. And as soon as he got up in front, he just lost it. Like, he got so nervous. But he <laughs> yeah. really wanted to do it, and he tried. And it was so disappointing to him. But he just couldn't get past the nervousness. And we know. We know. We get up yeah. in front of people. It is not comfortable no, for anyone. You know? And you get used to it at time over time, but it, he just couldn't do it. he wanted to so bad, but it just wasn't his talent. yeah he had other talents. That's right, you know and, and that's great. but uh, that's, that it's kind of like in your tool belt, you know, you don't use a screwdriver for a hammer. well, some people do, but yeah, you know it doesn't work very well. You so shouldn't. I guess you could relay it that way. like some yeah. tools only have one job, you know. that's and right. They, they're not a multi-tool. Yeah, and 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 so as Christians, we're that way, you know. Yeah, I don't want to degrade anyone here. That's what I'm trying to say. No,
1: and you know, even if you and I'm not even talking about those that um, fall. You know, look at at uh, Peter, and what I mean is is uh, succumb to the the weakness in the flesh. Sure. Say you ha- you just have a bad day and and you mm-hmm. you failed. You know, you failed. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you're worthless.
0: That's the beauty of Christ's love. That's is right. You can be forgiven.
1: Peter is such a great example for us. Mm -hmm. You know, in in Galatians 2, Peter was rebuked because he was showing favoritism. And there is no favoritism with God. But later on, you see that he, that doesn't deter him from coming back to the Lord. Just like when he denied Christ three times, and the cock crowed twice. He came back to the Lord. He Mm -hmm. went out and wept bitterly, got up and went back to the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to do that is the great example for us when we when we fall short to turn back to the lord don't let your pride bow up when you let your pride bow up that
0: is when you're worthless and and the thing is is no matter what you've done in this life as long as you have the breath of life you can be forgiven of whatever sin is in your in your life and come back to the lord yeah there's 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 a as long as you're alive, there's opportunity. That's right. And uh, so,
1: good point to bring out Second Thessalonians. Okay, chapter two, or sorry, Second Timothy chapter two. Can't I, even read my own handwriting. I've been trying in here. to
0: flip to them here, in my I'm going I'm <laughs> to go back to electronics here at least for these quick ones. Yeah, oh, no, that's fine.
1: So this is where kind of what me and Chad are trying to illustrate here. Starting in verse 11 of Second Timothy chapter 2, this is a faithful saying. If we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. That was verse 13. And, and 13, when we fall in the weakness like Peter he was, he was faithless at the time when he showed favoritism. But God remained faithful to him, allowed him to come back to him. You know, Peter repented and came back to the Lord. But if we endure with God, he will endure with us. If we are faithful to him, he will be faithful to us. When, he, when we deny him, when we turn away from his word and seek to establish our own word or our own righteousness— that is when he denies us. And that is what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has a, a different talent that they can bring to the Lord. That's why
0: we need to work together. You know, like... Chad, well, and he gives us works there. Oh, yeah. In the next few verses. That's right. Yeah, do you
1: want to read those for us? Yeah,
0: sure. Remind them of these things. This is verse 14 of chapter 2 of Second Timothy. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words, to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to pre- present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I think that's the big key right there. Absolutely. Rightly dividing the word of truth. True. Yep. Not anything else. And, and I like how he says rightly divide.
1: Where mm-hmm. there's so many times where people will take a verse and take it out of context. That is not rightly dividing it. Mm-hmm. In order to rightly divide, you have to study it. You have to know the context of what he's talking about. And this is something that we're studying in um, Sunday morning, and actually we're, we're mm-hmm. diving into a little bit on Wednesday evening as well. In, in our Bible classes,
0: Maybe. you know, it's mm-hmm. sticking
1: to the Word and only the Word. You know how many times? Well, there's what over 200 different denominations. Yeah, and that's just in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There's World-wide. probably more than that. Well, world, yeah, there probably is, and it, it actually depends on how you type that up. If you put up um, beliefs, it'll give you a different number. If you rather than you, if you put up faiths, so beliefs are. Um, each denomination and then there's certain faiths underneath those denominations which trying to 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 um how can i put it trying to make a claim well a faith is a belief if you want if you want to just get right down to it but um underneath each umbrella there's different faiths you know where uh but they still claim to be, um, take your pick, Pentecostal or oh, yeah. Baptist or whatever. There's different faiths underneath those beliefs, um, but they
0: still call themselves the same. Well, and you, one thing that's interesting here in Second Timothy 2, um, you know, we talk about how this was a long time ago. Yeah. In verse 18, he says, because um, he's taught. well, 17, he says, and their message will spread like cancer. Um, Hymenius and Philetus are of this sort so he calls out somebody yeah and he says who have strayed concerning the truth saying that the resurrection is already passed and they overthrow the faith of some that's right how many times has that happened yep. and it was happening here yep it just not long after Christ came you know it,
1: to dig this back into Galatians 2, this is exactly why Paul had to confront Peter. There was... He could have led so many away, so mm-hmm. it had to be confronted publicly yeah. so that that wouldn't happen. So, you know, it, going and back to they're s-
0: calling these folks out. That's right. And...
1: He, he's warning them, you know, these are, these are the sheep that he's supposed to protect, so he's warning them, hey, these... People are actually wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to them. They're going to make you stray from the truth. And so he's calling them out for their works.
0: Yeah. And it happens. It's happened over and over again today. Absolutely. There's plenty. We talk about all these different religions. There's plenty of deception. Yeah. Um, that he's warning us about. That's right. He's warning us about it. He's like, well, be careful, folks. Yeah. And, and so, how can you determine which one is right? Read the Bible. That's right. Read his word. Study to show yourself approved. Yeah, don't take my word for it. That's right. You know, and read I, it for yourself.
1: That's right. And that's what me and Chad are trying to do. We're just trying to take everyone to the word of God mm-hmm. and allow you to see what God says about the matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we say. Mm-mm. We can't save you. Only Christ can. So let's stick to what Christ well, says.
0: and there's so many warnings he gives us. So, so many. many warnings throughout the Bible, yeah, of what can happen. And you know, I read this, and I, I'm like, you know, in like a verse 16, he says, "But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness." Can you see that today? Oh man, yeah. And their message will spread like cancer. Um, and he talks about you know I already read that part. Yeah, but he's and he's pointing out someone height. Hymenis and Phaletus. Yeah. And and does their message today spread like cancer? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's even interesting, like cancer. I thought that was a new thing. Yeah, you know, I know, right? You know? <laughs> no, nope, it's not. It's not. Yeah, It's 2,000
1: years That's old That's so here. funny. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even catch on
0: to that. How'd they know they, they had, had cancer? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know well, what I mean? Did we're they have still doctors trying. telling them? So those of you, you know, we're still trying to find a cure, yeah you know and but we can we know what it's like the cancer spreads we you know and it's so sad it and is. we pray for people all the time that are dealing with cancer and 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 someone it seems like you hear they have the worst that i've seen is like pancreas cancer of, of the yeah. pancreas and and before long they don't make it yeah it, it takes them so fast
1: that's that's what happened to my niece yeah i mean and it, it it just kept coming back. Sure. They got rid of it, and it, it spread, and it keeps coming back. And then by the end of it, it, it spread almost throughout her whole body. Yeah. That's what cancer
0: does. And that's what he's talking about when that's idle right. babblings, profane and idle babblings— you know, and and so to tie that in, you know,
1: and because we can see how the cancer spreads throughout the body. Yeah. Well, think of the body of Christ. Yeah. A false teaching spreads throughout the body of Christ, just like cancer. It can and, be so destructive. It, it roots in. You know, one thing that I, I noticed with cancer is it, it actually it almost grows roots yeah. inside of things. And so, like for example, skin cancer. What it does is it actually draws roots into the skin. So even if you remove the lump, you have all those roots that that are already taken place. Yeah. Well, in the body of Christ, imagine the devastation when you have a false teaching that, and the roots that take place. You know, and so even if you cut that person out, which you know, as he's calling out, do not associate with with false teachers. If we have a brother who is, yeah. preaching error and, and refusing to turn, we have to get them out. But we sometimes you don't know the devastation that he's caused, all the roots that he already put in into the congregation, sure, you know? And sure. so that's the problem with these false teachings. Mm-hmm. They root themselves into the body of Christ, and it spreads
0: like Well, cancer. and that's exactly what um, Paul is doing here, is trying to root that out. This, that's this, right. This is instruction to the Galatians because they fell away from the truth. Yeah. And so quickly, he tells us.
1: And it's not even, it's not that they have turned their back to Christ. They still believe in Christ. However, they believe a false teaching of Christ. Yeah. You know, where where they, they're they not sticking to the, the word that has been approved by God and presented to them. Yeah. They have strayed to what men say on the matter. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what we see in Acts 15, you know, where they... The Judaizers came in and, well, these Gentiles have to be Jews first, meaning they have to be circumcised. And, of course, that's just a false teaching. Mm -hmm. That is going back to the law. Mm -hmm. The law has been nailed to the cross. That is done away with. We no longer do circumcision. Now, sometimes we do it today for health reasons, but it's not because of the covenant with God. The covenant with God we have now is the circumcision of the heart cutting off the sin from our life. That's the kind of circumcision, and that's the circumcision, you know, when we are baptized into Christ, God cuts off our sin from us that, that we have committed. He cuts that off and, and away from us. He circumcises our heart to cut off that that sin, so mm-hmm. it's no longer held against us. Yeah. How blessed we are in that. Oh, God. yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So... Do you, I see you reading something. I'm just no. I'm just looking where we're going next. Okay, so I'm ready to
1: move on. All righty. So you know, this is this is what we have in Christ. Is we yeah. have this, his beautiful example laid out before us. We have the the gospels and we have um, the epistles and and the uh, the apostles are pointing back towards Christ. You know, their they're, their job is to bring people to Christ. That is our job today. Yeah. As we go out, it, you know, um, a lot of people say, you know, we are to seek and save that which is lost. Well, that's Christ's job. But, you know, when, when people say, well, can you save me? No, but I can take you to the one that does. You know, the Word of God, and only the Word of God can save you. You know, if you add to it, if you take away from it, it is no longer pure. It is no longer the the true level you know as your illustration it's no longer true it's no longer level it's no longer pure Mm
0: -hmm. you know and so and every time you walk past it it's like a picture on the wall yeah you're gonna turn your head and go that's not right (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) i i even have it's not true i even have in my uh house a picture downstairs that Bothers me to this day, mm-hmm. but I put a level on it. And you know what? It's actually true. So as I'm looking at it, it's either my ceiling is not <laughs> does not square or something. Yeah. So the whole foundation is shot there. But you know, uh,
0: well, it's, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's ever had that. either. It's kind of like you know when we see false teaching going on. Yeah, your head kind of cocks like. Yeah. Well, when you hear it, you're like.
1: That doesn't sound that doesn't right. sound
0: right and it's the same thing you do when you look at something not level yeah at, just least, like, at least okay. some of us us fabricators I know <laughs> yeah're the you know fabricators or or you know we we see things like that that other people don't yeah
1: <laughs> yeah when I was uh when I was in construction a lot of times we if we were doing a bathroom laying tile in a bathroom we start in the corner where they're gonna be looking mm-hmm And we start there and work our way, you know, perhaps behind the toilet, because behind the toilet you're never gonna see. Absolutely and it's not that we're trying to make mistakes, but if they are mistakes, it's gonna be where you're not gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you have a you know, if you have a little mistake out there, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, when people sit down on the to use the restroom, their eyes are gonna be looking at it. Mm -hmm. So you want it perfect right there. Yep. If it's off there and they see it they're going to start looking at everything you do mm-hmm. like the whole thing yeah, you know exactly and so when when you approach someone and they they say something that is a little off now you you're starting to look at everything they're saying you know mm-hmm. and as you should but it's one of those things where if you're off you're off if it's not the word of god it's going to come out and that's how you know, First John 4, 1, test the spirits to see whether they are of God or not. Mm-hmm. And again, how do you test the spirits? You test it against the Word of God. Only the Word of God can tell you if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And so we must always recognize that we got to walk according to the Word of God mm-hmm. and walk by faith that He can save us. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and... I, I always bring this up, but it's our blueprint, you know. Yeah. For all of us And and I use treasure map. Treasure map. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And 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 we're all following the same thing and 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 consequently we're a lot alike. Yeah. You know, we're doing the same things. Yeah. Cuz you're following the same standard. That's right. And
1: you know the the Jews in this time in in the Bible times, they held this High regard that they were of the seed of Abraham, mm-hmm. because that was the promise. You know, God says through your seed you will be blessed, and so the, all, the always the the big deal was their lineage, drawing them back to Abraham. Mm-hmm. And so when we continue in uh, Galatians three, Paul makes a very bold statement, and this is something that we need to take into consideration, six, verses 6 through 9 of Galatians 3. So go ahead and turn over there if you're you're not there yet. So starting in verse 6, it says, Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Now, it's not saying believing in Abraham. They're saying Abraham is believing. So we are blessed with believing Abraham. I want to clear that up because the first time I read it, I was like, kind of threw me for a loop. Um, (laughs) So here, what he's... The bold statement that Paul is making here is that all the Jews, even though they can trace their lineage back to Abraham, Abraham was righteous, and he was called righteous, but it was because he believed the words of God. He believed that God was faithful to his word, and that was accounted to him for righteousness. Mm -hmm. When God said... Through your seed, I will bless you. God believed him because God said it. Mm -hmm. And that is how we walk by faith. God said it right here in the Bible. So we believe it Mm -hmm.
0: because God said it. We believe him to be faithful. I think as Christians, too, um, you can tell me all day long, or I can tell you all day long that I'm a Christian. Yeah. But you prove it by your actions yeah you know we and and you know they wanted to just utilize Abraham's name to be faithful rather than prove it by their actions. that's right, it's kind of like a a boss's son or something, oh, yeah, that's a good point, you know, yeah. um the boss's son, sure, he's the boss's son, but does he does he pack any punch no he's still he's got to prove himself as well, yeah, you know. Prove or disprove. A lot of times, it's disprove. <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, you were saying something. Turn to James two. That just got me I <laughs> triggered trigger there. You I triggered trigger something. something. <laughs> that's good though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So James chapter two, and and fourteen through the end of the chapter, is, he's really driving in, driving home the point that faith without works is dead, and he actually says it. Um, in verse 20, and he also says it um, in verse 14. But in verse 18 of James chapter 2, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. That's
0: it. That is, we are to show our faith by our works. That's key right there. That's right. It, and it doesn't matter what you say, show me. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I tell some. I had this conversation today Did you? With, I was like, you got to prove it, show yourself. Yeah. You know, prove to me that you can do this job. Okay. In anything yeah. we've, we've all had to prove ourselves in our jobs. Oh yeah. It's the same thing as being a Christian. Prove to me, you know, and you know, we were talking earlier, uh, you know, a lot of people just want to become a Christian and then that's it. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not being a Christian. Nope. There's there's a whole it, there's a complete life change, you That's know, right. and action change, you know. Yeah. And your works, you gotta prove it, not to me, to God. Yeah. You know. But but we can see in each other's works, you know, whether you're a Christian or not. Yeah. Okay.
1: And the word repent actually, uh, fun facts here. The word repent actually means a change of mind. So it's sure it, it you have the change of mind and it turns you away from the way you lived your life, towards God. You know, we have Judas Iscariot, who repented. He, he changed his mind on taking the 30 pieces of silver, but instead of turning towards God, he went out and hung himself. Where then you have Peter, who repented after um, uh, denying Christ three times, He went out and wept bitterly and then came back to God. So, there's that is the kind of repentance that we are to have the one to turn back to God. And when you turn back to God, just like we see Peter, he was faithful to the Lord and he was he remained that pillar, even though he made mistakes. He remained that pillar, but the reason why he remained that pillar is because he turned back to the Lord always, yeah, just like David. You know, yeah. he was totally sure messed up. A, oh yeah, he was called a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Now, you may disagree with me, but one thing with me that I I believe that why he was the man after God's own heart is after he slept with Bathsheba, had an affair with her, and then killed her husband to mm-hmm. cover up the pregnancy yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. When it was brought before him, he didn't challenge it, he didn't try to deny it. He humbly bowed back to the Lord. Mm-hmm.
0: He knew he messed That up.
1: right there, that humbled heart before the Lord, that's what that is the heart of God, where he, turning back to him, having that kind of heart and that kind of humbleness towards God, that is a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. That is what the Lord loves to see. That is what the Lord desires of us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He knows we're gonna make mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm. We're human it's what you do after that mistake. Yeah. That counts.
1: That's what makes you. Yeah. That's what either proves your faith or not. <clears throat> you know, when you turn back to God and you you show your works faithful to him.
0: Here's another good one. Yeah. So, you know, in there in James, that's a great passage for exactly what we're talking oh, yeah. about, James 2. But in verse 20, he says, "But do you um, but do you want to know, oh, foolish man, that faith that that works is dead? And then he starts talking about Abraham. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar? Yeah. I mean, imagine. You'd, you'd be arguing with that, going, God, this is the seed that you promised me. We yep. had this child in our old age, and you want me to go sacrifice him on, the, on an altar? Yeah. That would be... Next impossible for most of us. Yeah, I mean, you just be like, I don't know about this, but his works, he did it. God had to restrain his hand. Yeah, he was ready to slay him. He was ready. And,
1: but what's really interesting about that when he, because he brought a, uh, a servant boy with him. Yeah. With him and his boy, and he says he he told his servant, "You stay here with the donkey. My son and I will go." And we will come back. Yeah. He had every intent on sacrificing his son, but he believed God. He didn't know how God, God was going to do he, it. He had no idea how God was going to do it, but he still had faith in God mm-hmm. that he's coming back with him
0: because he, he is the promised seed. So, So he says in verse 24 of James 2, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only.
1: Yeah. I don't know why this was not in my lesson here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is great. This is
1: absolutely great.
0: This is a great uh, study for us because, you know, it's a complete package. It is. You know, being a Christian and and doing the best we can, we're all going to make mistakes. But it's what you do after those mistakes. That's right. And the works that you have after those mistakes. Yep. I don't care if you're in prison because of that mistake. You still have the opportunity to change your life around. That's right. And to come back to the Lord, yeah, and man, what a blessing, absolutely,
1: you know, we were doing some prison work in, when I was in New York, and uh, we had we were able to baptize someone in, in prison, and he actually just more recently got out, and he's still okay. a faithful brother, okay cool, you know he actually um, he's a little bit younger guy because he was he was rather young while he was oh sure young and dumb right young and dumb yeah but uh while he was in prison and this brother now will even probably tell you that it was a blessing for him to go to prison sure because he he would have never been forced he had nothing else to do so he started reading
0: the bible that's the thing about um hardships in this life yeah a lot of times they happen for a reason we don't understand at the time but we may never understand we may never understand but it you got to find the good in it. Yeah. You know, some of the things that we we've gone through in our lives, you know, um, I, you know, one of the big ones and I'll just share real quick. But but like I lost my brother, you know, but he and, and he got in an accident where he had to relearn everything and then he died four years later. He yeah. taught us more in those four years about life, being a good person, um Always having an, a great outlook on things. Yeah. It was so positive. And then to lose that again, you know, but we're all stronger from it. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it, it was a life-changing thing for my whole family. Yeah. You know, but we learned so much from that. And something that was so tragic, uh, you have to find the good. And yeah. God, and there's a reason. Yeah, that's for. right. And I think everyone has a story like that in their life of a hardship that turned them around. That's right. Well, just like uh, Peter, you know? Yeah. He denied the Lord. That's right. You know? <laughs> and then just turned around and, uh, you know, owned up to it. Yeah. Wept bitterly, you know? Yeah. And and there's a lot of examples that we could go to. Yeah.
1: But. Well, and, it, you know, it, it wasn't that you're your Brother passing away was the blessing, but rather what the blessing was, was mm-hmm. it brought you closer to the Lord, sure. And in whatever capacity you mm-hmm. know, you grew in the Lord, yeah, because of what happened, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 that's where, um, when God closes one door, He opens another, sure. But you have to look for it, yeah, and, you know. That's one of the things where you have to be seeking that way of escape, you have to be seeking the Lord through it. Yeah. And then
0: as you do that, you get stronger. That's, mm. that's a great example. Well, and I know that, um, we have to be careful too, when those hardships happen, that we don't just let it consume us. Right. You have to move on. You have to, and I I to say that like, it's easy. It's not easy. No, but you can't just lose yourself in it. You have to look for those positives. Yeah. As hard as they are to find it. And I'm going to tell you, it takes a while. It does like Sometimes for, you have to like years look it, years back it was, and it, it was a couple of years, I mean yeah, you know after that 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 things kind of went back to normal, yeah and uh but but yeah, and that's just one thing, and I'm not trying to dwell on my experience, I'm just saying that those take time and you have to find those blessings from it, that's no right. matter how bad it is
1: well, and you know you bring out a really good point um as we're dealing with trials and tribulations and everything, and that a tribulation like losing a loved one Mm -hmm. will either draw you closer to God or away from God. And we can't let it draw us away. We cannot let it draw us away, but it it didn't just keep you the same. It it drew you closer to God. And Mm -hmm. and I've actually had conversations with your parents and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're saying it's not easy. You know, Mm -hmm. tears still come to their eyes as they talk about Casey. Sure. And, it doesn't go away. That pain, that hurt doesn't go away. No, but, I always
0: explain it. You just get numb to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's exactly right, you know. And so something tragic can draw you closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And now, perhaps from it, you pray more to the Lord and you mm-hmm. you ask him to, to help you through, mm-hmm. through the hard times. And I'm just using that as an example. But, you know, it draws you closer to the Lord and you can become closer to it. You know where um bad things happen in my life, and if it weren't for those hardships, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a preacher today you know I wouldn't be who I am sure. today without those trials and tribulations mm-hmm. God has a purpose behind
0: it so we're not going through the trials and tribulations for no purpose well and another good example too is the is it's the Corinthians right first and second Corinthians. Uh, what are you talking about? First Corinthians was kind of a reprimand. Oh yeah. Second Corinthians was a what? What am I looking for? A uh, almost a
1: encouragement to yeah. come back. Yeah.
0: But it was like a reprimand, and then a hey, you fixed this, good job. Yeah. You know, and and is it easy to get corrected? Like these Galatians here, no. do they enjoy this letter. Like I said. Oh, he starts out in verse one. Oh, foolish Galatians! <laughs> yeah, would you keep reading? That's kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was harsh. Definitely. it was. Needed. And I don't know about the Galatians. If I can't think of if we had it recorded that they fixed these problems, but yeah, you hope they did. You hope That's they right. took the correction and made adjustments where they needed to. Yep. and come out stronger. Yeah, You know, because that's what we need to do as Christians. As we learn and we grow and we take those corrections and we apply them to our lives, you come out the other side stronger.
1: That's right. You know, and and yeah, it it doesn't matter. The correction is the the beginning. Yeah. How you react to it and how are you going to come back to the Lord?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, keeping in mind, as Paul is writing this, this letter to the churches of Galatia, you know there's several churches there. what we need to focus on is paul's love for them, sure, you know this is the agape love that we are to have that that is talked about throughout scripture, the kind of love that we need to have for one another. If I see you straying, chad, sure, I need to love you enough
0: absolutely and
1: I don't care how you're going to react. you need to know that mm-hmm. you're you're walking away from the Lord, yeah. And that's the the point behind these letters and
0: these epistles. And that's well, the point for us, too. It makes me think of a lot of folks are like, well, you can't be mean to them. You can't, um, you know, you know, you can't be mean. And, and, of course, we do have to approach in the right way. Yeah. The thing is, whatever correction we receive here on this earth is going to be a million times uh, better than going to hell.
1: That's right.
0: You know what I mean. If we're not corrected. If we're not corrected. Yeah. And so, as much as our feelings get stepped on and hurt, it's nothing compared to what could happen if you lose your, you know. That's right. Your salvation. Your salvation. Yeah. And in First John, as he as you walk through
1: First John, the kind of love that we are to have towards the brethren, it it it
0: illustrates. It's a correction. It's kind of like keeping you from falling in the fire. Yeah, but you know, you wouldn't be mad at someone for stopping you from getting hit by a train. Yeah, you know, and that's 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 basically what he's doing here.
1: Yeah, and and you you mentioned because people do misunderstand discipline.
0: Sure, where it's not easy to give and it's not easy to receive.
1: But they, well, you're just being rude. Mm -hmm. You know what? You're being ten times more rude. If you don't tell me, I'm
0: I'm sinning, That's and you right. know I'm sinning. If you know that someone's sinning and you don't say something, you're walking. Man.
1: You're watching them walk to hell, yeah. and you don't stop them. Yeah, you know, and, and and I use the illustration. If if you see me walking towards a cliff, sure. Are you not going to stop me? Yeah. Regardless of how I'm going to react, don't touch me. Whatever. Yeah. You're going to try you're, to stop. You me. You might be
0: mad if someone stops you uh, until yeah. you find out. Oh, I was about to walk over that cliff. That's right. Thank you. you My uh, um (laughs) And that's about how that's about as simple as it is. Right there.
1: When I was a little kid, I don't remember this because I was I think I had a concussion or or something. So my eyes were like glazed over, but I was walking. And I walked out into the middle of the street and my brother just pulled me out of the cause there's a car coming and he just pulled me. And of course, you know, I scraped my arm or something like that and but he, he kind of threw me down. Well, he just saved my life, though. Yeah. Could I honestly be mad at him because he, <laughs> he caused me to have a cut mm-hmm. on my arm rather than you know my b- brains all over the street? Sure. I mean. Oh yeah. Could I really be mad at him? And and that's what we're trying to do. It's like, brother, you, well, well, you're gonna go to hell. That's this exactly is not okay. what
0: Paul was doing that's here right. with the Galatians. Is he's telling them, hey, you are doing you are doing this in vain. Yeah. You're going to all this work, worshiping God, and you're not worshiping God. That's right. And you just, like I said earlier when we started, you just, well, be going fishing every Sunday. Yeah. If you're not doing it the right way. Yeah. You know, and your heart, you know. And and unfortunately, I think a lot of people are just, mis- they misunderstand, and they're led astray. Yeah. They think they're doing fine, but they're not. The hardest thing for me is when you see people have an earnest
1: desire to please the Lord. Yeah. But they're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. That's so hard for me to see because, you know, you see it, but then you try to approach them Mm -hmm. and they just walk away. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's a part of the work. It's a part of, it's not my job to to save them. It's my job to throw the seed and water.
0: Yeah. And and give them the message of God. That's right. Not of David, of God.
1: And allow them to come. To the Word of God, sure. You know, it, it, I'm simply a tool, and that's something that I, I think for more for you and I, Chad. That's encouragement. Where it's, um, it's not your job to save someone. It's your job to go to them and tell them their that their they're, erring way. Yeah. What they do with that, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. You know, but as we approach them, we. We approach them because we want them to come back to the Lord, and that's why we need to be careful how we approach. You know, I always use the term "smack them over the face with the Bible." You don't do that. You know, you don't just—I'm not just going to throw the Bible at you and say, "Hey, you're you're a sinner." <laughs> yeah. According to this, you're a sinner. Well, rather, it's approaching you correctly and, and coming in a loving way. But what you do with that information yeah. is out of my control. You know. Yep. I lead the horse to water, but no one is going to force the horse to drink. If The horse doesn't want to drink; it ain't going to drink. You can't force it. Yeah, you know their their neck. I'm not typically around them, but over at your house and your Mm -hmm. dad's house, Chad, Mm -hmm. I I've got to be around them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And if they want you to move, they just kind of nudge you with their head, and it's like Mm -hmm. there's so much power behind. (laughs) You can't force them to do anything, you know. But well,
0: it, it's it's uh it's an interesting conversation because you know these that's exactly what Paul was doing here. It was just warning them to not walk off the cliff. That's right. You know, and and uh is the correction hard to take? Yeah. Absolutely. It is sometimes. Yeah. I don't like to be corrected. Nobody does. Especially if it's from from someone that you respect or something. Yeah. Cuz then you feel bad. You're like, "Oh, yep. I was doing that." You know. I was doing something wrong. I shouldn't have, and you feel terrible. Yeah, but you just gotta move on from it, and you can't dwell on it. Yep. And the thing is, too. Also, here's here's one. We've got four minutes left, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but once and 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 this is, I think, a problem that a lot of people um make the mistake of. Once that correction is made, and and you've you've turned your life around. Okay, or whatever it is. Yeah, that incident should never come up again. Mm -mm. Okay, once you've been forgiven, does does God forgive and then and then remember it again? No, No. he he forgives and forgets. That's right. And I think um, that's something that we have to do as well. If they make a correction and they turn back to God, we need to forgive like God forgives. Yeah, that's right. That should never come up again. That's right. You know, and and that's one thing that like with our kids when we discipline our kids after they've done something, and this is tough. Oh yeah, to not bring it up again. Remember yeah. that time, you know, <laughs> yeah, because you know, we remember we're like elephants sometimes, you know. That's right. We remember, and and uh, 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 mules, mules or donkeys are the same way. That they that you'll do something to them, like if you hit them or something. Uh, uh, two months later, they're gonna get you back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to kick you and you're going to go what in the world? They do it. They'll get you back one way or another, but it may not be today, tomorrow, whatever. They're going to remember and they'll get you back.
1: Oh wow. It's that's it's funny. incredible.
0: But that's we can't do that as Christians. That's right. Once the brother brethren turn back or make correction, you got to move on and forget and it looks like you're looking up a verse.
1: Yeah. Just speaking of that, you know, forgiving the way God forgives. Jeremiah Okay, good. Thirty-one, thirty-four. 34, at the end of, of verse 34 of Jeremiah 31, it says, and this is the Lord speaking, He says, for I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Mm-hmm. So not only does He forgive the sin, but He forgets it. Yeah. Where, and that's exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And that's how we need to strive to forgive one another. Absolutely. Um, Should never come up again. It should never come up again. We should never hold it against them. No, but and and it's what we do need to do is um, not remember it, but make sure we don't put a stumbling block in front of them. So, for example, Chad, if if I have a problem with stealing, Mm -hmm. um, and I I ask for forgiveness, I come forward and because I stole from you, you know, but you shouldn't make me the treasure. Of the Lord's treasury, right? <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, but it's not like you're holding it against me. It's just like it's, you know I struggle with this. That's right. So it's working together and, and try to bring me close to the Lord, and that's yeah. what it's about. It's not, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you to the test. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure exactly. that you you ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. and and that you're serious. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, so,
0: one thing that they say about that, like uh, anyone who's been caught for embezzlement. Um, when you tell them how much it was that they embezzled, they'll never believe it. No. No, that wasn't it. Because what they do is they'll take a little bit at a time. That's right. Thinking, oh, I'll pay it back. Then they they never pay it back, never pay it back. And when you tell them how much it is, this is what I've heard. I've never had to deal with this, thank goodness. But when you tell them how much they took, they're blown away. No, that can't be right. Because in their mind, they justified everything they did yeah. Maybe they thought, well, I deserve this because I did this or that, you know. Yeah. And and it's always more than they thought it was.
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because how far we're willing to convince ourselves. Sure. You
0: know, that's why uh, we we try to make excuses in our minds that this is okay. Because I took the garbages all out the other day after work. Yeah. You (laughs) You should pay me that overtime. I didn't even charge you. I didn't even charge you, but I'll just borrow this and it'll be fine. Yeah. But but yeah, it's And Jeremiah ten
1: twenty three, it says for the for the way of man is not in himself. it's not within him to direct his own steps. Mm -hmm. And it's for that that purpose right there that you're talking about, Chad, is we convince ourselves that we're fine. Sure. You know, we convince ourselves and we can convince ourselves of murder, you know. When you talk to the criminals that, that have that are on death row that for murder,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well they almost blame the, the victim. Isn't because, everyone on
0: death row innocent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the devil made me do it, sure. so sort to of speak. And sure.
1: No, you need to fess up to what you've done. Yeah. And that's the kind of heart that the God desires is that humbled heart towards him. Yeah. You know, as Paul is Coming down on these Galatians, calling them foolish, they have an opportunity. What are they going to do with it? Are they going to bow up and you have no right to talk to me that way? And you don't know what's going on over here. You're going off all these other places. You have no idea. Yeah. Or can they just accept it? Yeah. And and humble to it. Sure. And and that's
0: what that's what we have to work towards. If somebody approaches us and and they can point out a problem in our lives, we've got to humbly. Uh, accept the correction and and change. Yeah, and 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 it's great because they kept you from coming walking all over that cliff. That's right. You know, and 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 love that brother, love that um, you know opportunity to 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 be corrected.
1: That's right, yep. and and know that the the brother is coming
0: to you in love. Well, and it's not easy, is it? No, to approach someone with it's something really like this. Was this letter to the Galatians easy for Paul to write? No. He probably stewed over it and stewed over it. And yeah. I was thinking too, wasn't he in prison when he wrote it? I think so. Yeah. He was in prison a lot. A lot of his <laughs> was in prison. Yeah. And so, you know, he's probably just agonizing over having to do this. Yeah. You know, and and uh it, it wasn't easy for him to but have his, to make that correction. His
1: earnest desire was to Save bring the, p- the the churches to the Lord and make sure mm-hmm. that they're following the Lord correctly. And so these letters were needed
0: yeah absolutely absolutely well it's it's time it's that time yeah unfortunately i've really enjoyed the study tonight i hope you guys have too i know dave i was very encouraged by it yeah this is a uh, we've had some great discussion yes so if you enjoyed it give us a share uh share with your friends um and we'll be looking forward to another study next week so thanks everyone thank you have a good evening